0: Hello people. Did you miss me? I missed you. I missed you guys lots. Uh, I apologize for being so distant. Uh, I've been busy. I'm sure you've been busy. Everybody's been busy. It's the summertime. With the summertime brings everybody together to do awesome and amazing things because, at least if you're in my area, winter definitely sucks a lot. Anyway, uh, we have our contest winner, uh, Elena Siebert. Thank you for sharing with your form submission. You won, the, uh, you won the gift card, so I'll be in touch with you shortly about that to uh, figure out uh, the details on that awesome Amazon gift card. Uh, and thank you for the hashtag notification. The next big thing is going to be hashtag equal pay for Tofer. Totally on board. Feel free to get in touch with me and we can figure out how I can contribute to that because I would love to contribute to Equal Pay to Topher. So so yeah, with that being said, uh, I have an amazing, amazing guest for you guys. Uh, She's been involved in music her entire life and now she is creating music. She's creating beautiful music. Uh, And we're going to sit down and talk with her about her new song, Uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Coming up right now is... Hannah Ray. You know what I heard? Spill it. I gotta know. I think it could be true.
1: Can you believe what they just said? That
0: can't be true.
1: Tell me more. Have you heard? They said what? Do you believe everything you hear?
0: This is Rumor Cast. So, Hannah Ray how are you?
1: I am good. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm doing very good. I'm excited. I'm super excited to sit down and talk with you about this amazing thing that you've done. I thank you. It's well, it's amazing to me because it's like, oh my God, I kind of know her through family. you know?
2: <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right.
0: But um, yeah, no, the 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 track you produced is phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. I, I was shocked when I heard it's. It's still on my playlist. I listen to it all the time. It's it's awesome. So I'm hoping that you ah, have some you. good stories to tell about that. Um, starting, I'm
1: sure I got a couple for you.
0: Awesome. I love it. Um, <laughs> well, why don't we just rewind the clock and start at the beginning here. Um, how did you – at what point were you like – okay, I really, really, really want to make music.
1: Totally. So, so that goes actually pretty far back. Um, music has always just been my way of just de-stressing. And, you know, when your mind is just going, 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 music was always that one thing to just kind of level my head out. So when I was super young, um, my dad had a guitar. Um, my mom liked to play piano. And I was like, you know, I want to do something like this, too. And I remember my dad actually getting me a ukulele. At the time, I thought it was a mini guitar. And so that was just like something that I could, you know, I was like, I was like, all right, like, I can play this like I'm playing guitar. It was still ukulele. Um, but I mean, as I like got older, uh, it actually I'd, I kind of stopped music for a little bit. And, you know, still tried to play piano a little bit here and there, um, but kind of dropped off for a little bit. And then when I was back, let's see must have been when I was in high school, I think. Um, I, I was like, you know what, I'm going to pick up guitar again. I want to figure out how to actually play this thing, you know, not the ukulele version in my mind, the mini guitar version, but I was like, I want to learn how to play this. So I remember I would go after school to my dad's house every, every single day after school for a couple hours and I would just watch YouTube video after YouTube video after YouTube video until I got the chords down and until, you know, I was like, all right, I can play with the song. I can, you know, put a song on my radio, on my iPod, whatever it was, and I can learn the chords and play with it. And I was like, you know, this is, it, it was just so cool. I felt like I was in a band, like just from, you know, <laughs> putting, putting the music on a stereo and just playing with it. I was like, I'm part of the band. <laughs> I so 100% believe just, you like, were the only just one. It was such a cool <laughs> feeling. And I was like, dad. I was like, you gotta sit and you gotta look, like, you gotta hear this. I was like, and, you know, I was just playing with it and just like the, I I guess just that feeling of thinking, like, you know, this is just such a cool feeling. Um, I was like, I wanna, you know, try this. So, really stuck with guitar for a while. Um, And I I had mentioned that my mom liked to play piano. So, I I remember um, getting a keyboard having in my room like the uh, playing that keyboard all the time. <laughs> um, just like, and I would just, you know, I just want to learn as many songs as I possibly could. I never knew how to read music. So it was all, it was a lot of just kind of listening to it and figuring it out on my own. But that was, you know, half of the fun, was just trying to figure out, you know, what sounds good, what's right. And so that's kind of how music started. And, but yeah, ever since I, I bought my first guitar, ever since I bought that first keyboard, Uh, I haven't I haven't
0: stopped and speaking of amazing music. Let's let the audience uh, Take a look at your amazing track. It's a wonderful life Amazing! I can't. I still. That is awesome. So the funny Thank part you. is, is you had mentioned the uh, the ukulele as a kid. In uh, literally the episode before this, I had uh, a guitar teacher sit down with me and talk, and he was mentioning how great the ukulele is uh, for kids because it's like the perfect size to get them to you know, practice right. guitar. <laughs> so it's, it's it, Chris, if you're listening right now, the system works, bro. You're a hundred percent, right? <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: no, I would totally agree with that. And it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's only four strings as to a guitar is uh, more than four it's six. So it's kind of, it's, it's that beginner, but at the same time, I mean, Hey, if you really like ukulele, you can totally take that to the next level. It can be your instrument but it's a great like introduction to the guitar too.
0: For sure. Do you still play?
1: I I know a couple songs. I wouldn't say it's one of my like one of the instruments that I like love to play and that I take a lot of time to, but I mean I can play just a couple of your like classic ukulele songs like Over the Rainbow or I think there's like a Jason <laughs> Mraz song, but yeah, just a couple ones that ukulele is like known for. Sure, but that's about sure. as far as I got with it. <laughs>
0: No, that's fine, that's fine. So how did you, d- did it just start that young where, you know, between the ukulele and the guitar and the piano, did you, like, is it always been there? Like, I want to make music. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to create music. Or was there something that yeah, triggered I w- it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I would say it's definitely always been there. I mean, I, I definitely didn't think it was always a possibility. So, you know, everybody grows up saying, you know i want to be a rock star i want to be on stage and you know something to that nature i i know my dad was definitely one of those people too and he, i think he still thinks that he might you know be able to be that rock star too i still catch him <laughs> on occasion jamming out on the electric guitar downstairs
2: <laughs> that's um, awesome
1: but i mean definitely it's always been there but yeah like i said you know i i didn't think it would be a possibility to actually um have the opportunity to you know get it produced and and actually write my own stuff, so.
0: So tell me about that, yeah, how yeah, definitely
1: it's always been there.
0: Where did the connection come into play where you're like, holy crap, this is gonna be a reality? Like, tell me about that stage. Like, where, who, who stepped into the picture that was like, hey, let's make this happen?
1: Yeah, so I, I actually, I'm trying to think of how to, how to tell this story. So I graduated college and stepped into my first job. Um, and it was actually at that first job that I met somebody and through the grapevine heard that he did music, that he's done shows, um, just kind of an all-around music guy. And, and I was like, wow, I'd love to listen to his stuff and just kind of see what he's about. And so listened to his stuff and it was, and it was incredible. And I found out that he produced it, that he played it, that he wrote it um, and everything. So I, I actually went over to him and I was like, hey, you know, uh, female harmonies is just one of the one of my like favorite things to do and so I I just said if you ever need you know female harmony on your song uh, I would love to come into your studio and just and see if it's maybe what you're looking for or just see if we could collaborate and thinking back on it now I mean there are so many people once you tell people that you do music I think there are a lot of people that say you know oh I, I can do this you know if you ever want me to come in if you ever want me to do this and people love to be a part of something with, like that, which is awesome, but there's, you know, a certain, you know, it's, it's your music, so you don't want to have too many people coming in and, and trying to put their spin on it, so I was super excited when he said, you know, let's have you come into the studio, let's see what you have, and and see if it's something that, you know, I, I'd like to put on my stuff, and and so I, I went into the studio and the rest is history. I, I put some harmonies on his stuff and he was like, Honestly, Hannah, like you could you could do your own music if you wanted to too and I was like I was like, Yeah, you think? And he's like, Yeah, come in with your own stuff and the rest is history.
0: Nice, nice. So the the lyrics though, those weren't yours?
1: Those lyrics are mine. yeah. Oh, okay. But uh okay. for his for his stuff, I, I was just putting harmonies on some of his music. So he's actually Uh, Doing his own music thing too, so he's uh, looking to maybe do some shows He's working on his own album, but I just wanted to put harmonies on some of his music too
0: sure Yeah, no absolutely, but was he is he the guitarist in this music as well?
1: He's actually not so that is the third person that uh, helped me out with my song so I actually met this uh, Third person through the guy that I used to work with so the guy that actually did the guitar was Also a guy that helped with the producing of my song. So it was kind of me and then two other guys that helped um, really wrap up the song altogether.
0: Nice. Were these guys friends? Do they have their own band or?
1: So one of them is actually out in Nashville. Uh, He tours. He's his, his life has really revolved completely around music and he is probably one of the most talented people I've come across, you know, just musically, just in general with regards to producing, playing, singing, writing, all of that stuff. Um, and he's in Nashville, too, so he's in, at the music capital, you know, of the country. And Oh, yeah. Um, and my my work friend that, that I've been speaking of, so they actually went to high school together.
2: Um, okay. <laughs> so
1: I, I met – so it was kind of, you know, I met this person who introduced me to this person, and then
0: Friendly we were able friend. to all
1: collaborate and, <laughs> and get It's a Wonderful Life out.
0: Nice. So did you – where did you go to record? Was that in Nashville?
1: No. So that was actually the person that I worked that I worked with, um, and his name is Josh. Just to uh, just to make the story easier, too. So he actually put together his own studio. So he put all of his his heart, uh, his money, and his soul into this studio that he built himself. Nice. Um, which, yeah, which it, it's incredible, honestly. <laughs>
0: Is it? Uh, it's just
1: a really cool environment.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I picture the you know the huge uh, the huge mixer panels with you know the glass and the enclosed uh, sound room and everything. I, was was that what it was like? Like a full on professional studio?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely got. So I mean, it's it's the soundproof. He's got all of the instruments that you would need. Um, yeah, he's got the the software that's needed. But yeah, I mean, he everything that you need to record an album is is in that studio that he built, which I would love to do that at some point. But I'm also I'm not the producer that I wish I was. Um, Producing is a whole nother art of music that uh, I have not had the really, really the opportunity to dive deep in. So I leave that to the the other the other people
0: so when you mean producing what do you mean what are you referencing to are you talking about creating music or are you talking about i'm sorry if i'm not up to the lingo
1: <laughs> yeah no sure so so i would say you know i'm i i love to write music and i like to play it but when it comes to actually recording it putting in just like the little sound effects and making the actual sound of the song sound professional um, also making sure that the setup of everything is right, that the sound of the guitar is right, that the drums aren't too loud. Just any any part of the song that's not just writing it or singing it or playing it is basically the producing of it. Um, so that's where you're on a computer and you're kind of messing with different volumes and, and different effects and, and things like that. So if you wanted your voice to sound like it's in a huge stadium, you can do that in a song, or if you want it to sound very muffled, you can do that as well. I mean, there's there's so many different things that you can do from a producing standpoint that I had no idea about until, you know, this past year when I actually went through the process myself.
0: Nice, And uh, but you didn't do that. That was- is... I
1: definitely didn't do that, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> is that a no. fourth party now? Is that different than uh, the mixing in the studio? Say that again? Uh, is there a fourth party now that we're talking about that did the producing for the track?
1: So so no, so that was actually, that was Josh and the, the guy from Nashville. So those are the two that did the producing of the song.
0: Perfect. Do you, um, so you met them through a friend of a friend. Um,
1: so, yep.
0: Sorry, go ahead. Where you? So I had something? met them, <laughs>
1: yeah. So so Josh, I, I had worked with, and then he introduced me to um, the guy in Nashville as well. So it was still just me and then the two other guys that uh, made the song possible.
0: So when did you write the song? Like, were, are these? Tell me about the words of the song. How did you come up with that?
1: Sure. So so I wrote the song. Gosh, that had to have been think just at the beginning of this year Um, but the song the song was really written you know I guess in the time of 2019 just being a tough time for us to live in I feel like we have so so much going on in the world right now you know whether it's religion politics race sexuality whatever it is and people are just you know people are just kind of down in the dumps right now and I just wanted a song that I could put out there and just kind of remind people like, Hey, it is a wonderful life and it is what you make it. So, um, you know, don't forget that. And so when I wrote the song, you know, I was writing about things that make me happy and, you know, whether it's, you know, being by the ocean, like I talk about, you know, walking by the ocean and, um, in the sand. And, and I, you know, I, I love the ocean. Um,
0: where, where so was the that's ocean? Kind of
1: where, I think that's where that came from. Um, <laughs> But yeah, when I write songs, it it honestly is like, it's, it's just like words just pour out of my mouth and I'm like, well, I'm like, I don't know where that came from. It makes sense. And I'm, I'm feeling (laughs) it and then I go with it. So
0: uh, that's awesome.
1: But, but, but yeah, so, I mean, it's a wonderful life though. Like I said, that was really just to remind people in a tough time that, you know, life is still good.
0: That's awesome. I love it. Uh, Tell me about the beach. What, what beach were you at?
1: Yeah, so I I got to go to Australia. I studied there for for a few months uh, when I was back in college, and it was the best time of my life.
0: Tell uh, me all about it. You know, <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, any anybody who is in college, you have to take study. You have to you have to study abroad. Like I, I would say that looking back on college, that was the most amazing experience that I had ever. That I'd ever had. I learned so much about myself. Uh, I learned, you know, a lot about a completely different culture, which was awesome. Um, and I got to learn a lot of, you know, just different things like surfing, or I got to go scuba diving. And that's just like something that, you know, probably wouldn't happen that much in Minnesota.
2: So <laughs> right. so it was, it
1: was, co- yeah, so it was really cool to go to um, a different place and just completely indulge in, their culture and what they do for fun and, and all that stuff. So
0: what do they do for living by the
1: ocean? (laughs) What do they do for fun? What
0: do they do for fun?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, surfing was the biggest thing for sure. Um, that was just a ton of fun to, to learn. Um, but also just like the, the wildlife over there was on such a different level than it is in the United States, just as, just as a whole, not even just Minnesota, but I mean, I mean, and people know this too. I mean, you go to Australia and you're going to see some of the most deadly animals, and you're going to see some of the most cute animals. So (laughs) the zoos were incredible. I mean, you could you could walk into a zoo and you know go into a kangaroo sanctuary, which is just a completely open field of kangaroos. It's not you know and you know they're not sitting in cages or or anything like that. Like it's a very very open uh, environment, and you can just go and you know lay with them and pet them and
0: so wave at on. them,
1: whatever you want to do. You
0: were there petting kangaroos? Like, you were just strolling like, I was. right up? Like, hey, kangaroo buddy. Like, are you serious?
1: Oh, yeah. There was one <laughs> just laying on the ground, and I just walked right over, and I I thought I'd lay on the ground and look at the clouds with it, and I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever done.
0: Oh, that
2: is <laughs> so, great.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, Australia in general is just an amazing experience, but um, I also went Australia not knowing anybody so going to a different you know place on the world in the world and not knowing anybody and just saying you know I can I can be exactly who I want to be and just make a whole new set of friends and and everything it was just it was such an an awesome experience it was kind of like pressing the reset button for a little bit (laughs) and just going out and living your best life for for a few months and I actually ended up staying uh, a little bit longer than a couple other people, uh, a couple other of the friends that I made there and, and traveled solo for a little bit. And that was another experience that I would I would always encourage people to do. You learn so much about yourself and, and what you're capable of and maybe even what you're not capable of. And um, it's a total learning experience that I would definitely challenge everybody to do.
0: Were you just addicted to the freedom that made you want to stay longer?
2: Absolutely.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So- and once you just, you know, get on this, you know, you want, you want to meet so many people and you want to see what people are about. And um, so doing that for a few months prior and then having all of those people leave. And it was kind of like, again, setting the reset button. I was like, all right, all my friends, you know, are, have left and gone back to their, their homes. And so now I get to, to go out again. And yeah, it's, it's kind of an addicting feeling. It's just, you know, it's, it's kind of nice to press that reset button every once in a while
0: sure what did you do after everybody left like what what were you saying to yourself like i should go and try this
1: so i had gone out to uh bali actually bali indonesia uh and i wanted to stay in a little bit more rural area uh so i went out there i surfed uh, rented a moped moped it around a little bit and again just met some really awesome people that i spent some time with and uh Tried to understand the language a little bit. Uh, it was really tough, and actually, all the friends that I did make there too were Spanish-speaking. So it was—it became a little lonely. I'm not gonna lie. For for being there for five days and and having you know one person that spoke just a little bit of English. So I'd go out with these people that I met, and they're you know speaking uh, the Bali language, or they're or they're speaking Spanish, and um, so that was challenging for sure. Oh, I bet. Uh, but it was, <laughs> but it was still, still an amazing experience.
0: Then, what did you do after Bali? Uh,
1: after Bali, so I went to back to Australia actually, and went up and down the coast, uh, the east coast of Australia. That's going to be where more of the, you know, you have your. Um, there's just kind of more population on the the east side of Australia, so I I actually had this whole trip planned for my mom and I, so my mom ended up coming out and visiting. We went to the Whitsunday Islands, which is, uh, I think it's one of the top 10 beaches in the world. Um, oh, wow. it just has that crystal clear water and just perfect beaches. And it was an amazing experience. We did actually a sailboat, uh, experience out there. We stayed in a sailboat overnight, which was, which was really cool. Um, Otherwise I, I had met some Australian friends too that ended up coming up and, and visiting me and we went skydiving, which was a ton of fun too. That was a first for me. I would I'm definitely so do it again. Oh
0: jealous. But
1: it is ter- it is terrifying. It's so scary. <laughs> and I and I remember getting in the plane last and I looked at my friends, and I was like, Since I got in last, this means that I'm first.
0: Yes. And
1: sure enough, <laughs> we got out and I was like, Oh no, and they opened the door and but I mean, it is such a cool experience. So, um, but yeah, I think that's, that's kind of majority of what we did, uh, or sorry, what I did, uh, when everybody left and then it actually ended up being cheaper for me to go fly to Hawaii and then Hawaii home instead of one direct flight from Australia to LAX. So of course I I, I had to stop in Hawaii for a couple of days too, which was again, which was just an awesome experience. Take advantage. It was great, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's
0: awesome. Well, yeah. I think I think that's a very, very detailed answer to uh, your lyrics for Waves on the Beach.
1: <laughs> yes, that is, that is for sure. So that's why I maybe fell in love with it a little bit out there.
0: Awesome. Tell me about more of the lyrics. Um, you also have a lyric about hands in the air. What's that in reference to?
1: Yeah. So uh, I think hand, when I said hands in the air, I think I was just thinking of like a kind of like a concert. So I was saying before, like music really calms me down and just kind of levels me out. So one thing that I like, I mean, if I'm, if I'm listening to music, like live music, my hands are probably going to be in the air and I'm it's probably because I'm just having the best time. And I, and I, I love listening to live music. Um, so that's kind of where that that one lyric came from
0: who are some of your favorites
1: Man, that's a big question. Deep um, question. I definitely don't <laughs> discriminate on genre at all So I listen to a ton of different music. Uh, I would say you know going back a little bit there are different aspects of dance that I like. So the Avit brothers, for example, was a band that was incredible to see live. The way they play guitar is unreal. Otherwise Tosh Sultana has been one. Um, she origina- originated from Australia too. Um, and she's, uh, I think actually younger than me, I think she's like 23 or something and plays like 20 different instruments. So I just, wow. I really like listening to uh, to bands and to people that, I mean, are just extremely talented. In music, I mean, just like watching that type of entertainment is, is so much fun to me. Um, but Absolutely. yeah, I, I mean, I could go on and on and on about bands. Um, <laughs> I, I really, you know, I, I know I just said two of them, but I really don't have a favorite band at all. Like live music is just my favorite music. So whether, you know, that's a hip-hop concert, alternative indie, um, jazz, whatever it is I'm in.
0: Have you ever heard of Hilltop Hoods?
1: I think I have, actually. Is that a...
0: They're hip-hop out of Australia. They're my favorite group.
1: (laughs) Actually, I don't think I have. I definitely haven't Then I'll have to check them out.
0: I'll text them to you when we're done here. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Perfect. Yeah, you should definitely.
0: No, I've been listening to them for... Oh, man. What's it been? Like, two decades now? Um, I found them by chance. uh, I was... This is back when YouTube was... Not what it is today Um, YouTube used to be a haven for uh, Vloggers you ever heard of that term vloggers?
1: I Have yep.
0: Yeah, so that's all YouTube was it was just a huge huge collective of people uh, uh, that would vlog and uh, There used to be these huge events um, where they would all get together and uh, they would have, like, YouTube meetup kind of thing. So, obviously, yeah. you know, if you're in a collective of people that are all interested in a, in a, a subject or a topic or hobby, um, there's going to be, you know, like, um, what's the word? like conventions, so to speak. Um, yeah. So one of these YouTubers, he was huge into um, – because I'm huge into skateboarding, right? Uh, so he was huge into BMXing, and it kind of, like – those two things just always wind up, you know, traipsing over the other. You know, if you're if you're looking for one, you're bound to find the run into the other one at some point or another, you know. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so one of those YouTubers is huge into BMXing and he created this video. And in the video and all it was was just um, it was just a video of him doing some tricks, you know, on his BMX. But the soundtrack that he picked was one of Hilltop Hood's songs. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a that's a damn good song like I've never heard of that before who are these guys you know and it just it went from there and uh, I've been listening to them for forever but they're in Australia and it's like (laughs) I should back this up I'm probably I am most definitely going to get a lot of flack for this I've only ever been (laughs) especially from you You, you, uh, please don't hang up when I say this um, I have only ever been to one concert in my entire life
1: <laughs> Oh, it hurts. I know. I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry <laughs> Please stay. What was, the, what was
1: the concert?
0: Okay, so Now mind you i've been listening to hilltop hoods for like two decades and they're in australia and it's like I can't I mean, I I can't just drum up the money to go to one of their shows I mean their shows. there are huge. They're, they're like the m&m of australia, you know, I mean they're they're just epic um, but every once in a blue moon, <laughs> uh, they will tour Canada, and oh. so I was always watching for like that moment where it's like, okay, well that's kind of like a, a fourteen-hour drive. But can I make it work? <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: so that was the band that you saw.
0: Yes, yes. And now what had happened was is they've been trying to step foot into the U.S. more and more and more, but. Every so often, it was just because the Canada was like their main tour, um, and they would just kind of like traipse down to uh, like um, Seattle or like New York or you know some something like that. But just a couple of years ago, they took like a huge diagonal line just straight through the United States, and they wound up in Madison and so oh oh yeah you cannot even believe how excited I was to find out that they were that (laughs) close I freaked out uh so I called my best friend Andy and I was like dude get your PTO we're going don't eat this isn't a question I'm telling you what we're doing (laughs) uh yeah we went we drove down to Madison and uh awesome city have you ever been to Madison
1: I haven't been to Madison, but everybody keeps telling me I need to go.
0: Yeah, I was surprised because I'm thinking, oh, well, this should be a a cool city where we're just going to be sitting around twiddling our thumbs until, you know, the show. But no, it was an amazing city, Uh, a perfect city. Uh, If you stay downtown, uh, we stayed at a hotel called the AC and a nice, awesome, modern hotel. But the location of it is like directly downtown, like the, the hotel faces the capital and uh, it puts you like right in the center and super easy to just walk around. And uh, there's plenty of like, uh, we went and saw them at the Majestic Theater. Uh, that entire like neighborhood right there, that business district is all like classy. Well, maybe classy isn't the right word, but it's, it's kind of like, um, <laughs> it's kind of like, a. And upscale old-fashioned if that makes any sense but they're, they're all yeah. cool. they're all super cool ma and pa shops and um, great unique places to eat uh, there was oh man I found this uh, I found this bar where they were grandfathered into like the smoking laws and stuff like that and I know I'm totally not talking healthy right now but uh, they you were allowed yeah. to smoke cigars in there and they would pair your cigar with like a good bourbon or whiskey or you know, so it was like one of those really cool yeah. old fashions. Like they had the leather chairs and it was like the the business professional relaxed environment. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my
0: god. Yeah. That it sounds was awesome. Yeah. So they we went to the show and uh, <laughs> we actually we actually surprised them because the show was on a Monday night of all nights. Um, oh. Yeah. But about, I'd say about 150 people to 200 to show up. And, uh, oh, man, we were just rocking that theater. And <laughs> at one point, they were like, damn, Madison, if you're like this on a Monday night, what the hell are you like on a Saturday night?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, totally Like
1: well, and you're like, "Well, hey, come back and we'll show you
0: <laughs> Right exactly. No, <laughs> just just wherever you come back, just make sure it's within five hours of me. That would be nice and preferable, <laughs> right. Um, for sure. But, yeah. That it sounds was
1: like a, an awesome time.
0: It was, it was an amazing time. And I didn't really want to get, like, all the way up front because, obviously, it's my first show. Like, I didn't know what to expect or, you know. <laughs> I didn't know right. what was going for on. for sure. So, what happened was is I wound up staying a little further back. And in this theater, it was kind of like a tiered system. So, like, you had the main floor that was in front of the stage. And uh, it was super easy, you know, to be right up in front with them. Uh, and then it came up a level. And then you had... They had, like, these uh, lounge-type, you know, high tables with high chairs, uh, which they kind of moved because, you know, people were standing, you know, jamming. Uh, and then it came up to yes. a third tier where it was, like, uh, it was like another, you know, standing area or whatever, and I kind of, like, tucked myself. It had, like, these railings, and I kind of tucked myself back in the corner, and I had a perfect view of the stage and the show and everything and everybody, and it was great. Uh, but at the end of the show, I didn't even realize... That I was right behind their mixer, right? Their mixer and their no stew.
2: way, Their yeah. mixer
0: and their um, their uh, tour manager, right? <laughs> so at the end of the show, yep. I tapped their tour manager on the shoulder and I I pointed. I was like, "Dude, can I have that?" And he was like, "Hell yeah!" And he gave me the set list. <laughs> oh, so,
1: oh, that's oh, that's awesome. I
0: know it was such a great moment. So yeah, I have the set list yeah. and I have a I have a little bit of swag. I've been meaning to make like a shadow box. Uh, to put all that stuff right. in there, <laughs> my monument, my
1: first concert and my only concert. Here is my shrine.
0: <laughs> right, I'm just gonna mount it like yeah. right in the middle of the wall in my uh, podcast studio here, so that way everybody knows. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> perfect. Uh, perfect. Oh, that's so funny. Well, I mean, wouldn't that like maybe set you to, I guess, want to see more concerts? Because I, one thing that I've been wanting to do so much is going is go to Red Rocks. I've I, just heard it's obviously one of the best concert venues. I still haven't been out there and I'm trying so hard to to make it out to Colorado to go to Red Rock sometime soon.
0: Okay. Yeah. I've never even heard of it until you mentioned it just now.
1: <laughs> no way.
0: Oh yeah. You well. you
1: should check it out. It's a it's an outdoor <laughs> theater um in Colorado but yeah, it's and it has just a really cool sound to it, especially since it's outside. So I've heard good things, but again, I haven't been there so I'm I'm trying to get there.
0: Well, make sure you, you know, give me a call. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I, I'm, I suppose I do need to go Second to Second
1: concert coming. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, awesome. So what was your first concert? Where did you go? Who did you see? My,
1: my first concert was the Dixie Chicks. And let me tell wow. you, that concert was awesome. Are you serious awesome. right now?
0: The Dixie Chicks?
1: The Dixie Chicks. Hey, blame my mom for that. She I'm not she was the one. I was too young. I was way too young to be like, Hey, I wanna go to, you know, this artist. It was more so like, you know, come on kids, we're all gonna go to the Dixie Chicks. It was like me and my cousins and oh, we had we had such a good time. But <laughs> I like look That's back, awesome. I'm like, The Dixie Chicks, like because everybody always asks me, you, you know, like, what was your first concert? It's just like an easy, like, you know, point of conversation I guess and some people are like oh you know I went to Beyonce and I was at Rihanna or I saw you know you to <laughs> ACDC ACDC uh, Fleetwood Mac whatever it is I'm like hey Dixie <laughs> That's
0: so great I'm gonna give her I'm so like, much but out. they
1: were awesome
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, well, I'm glad it was a good show uh, was it like a huge country show
1: it was a pretty big country show yeah and I do remember I made this huge sign that I don't think that they let me, I don't think they let me bring it in because it would have blocked a lot of view from the people behind me, but for my first concert when I was that young, I was really excited, so I put a lot of effort into this sign, and I'm pretty sure it got taken away immediately when I walked into the door.
0: Oh no, what did the (laughs) sign say?
1: I have no idea. I have have really... I never got it back. It was so long ago. I never got it back. I don't remember what I put on it, but uh, we'll never know. It's a mystery.
0: How much would it blow your mind if you actually, you know, made a huge music career out of this? You wound up meeting and becoming friends with the Dixie Chicks and then just headed over to one of their houses one day and they still had it and it was hanging on the wall. I mean would you recognize it if you saw it? No joke. I would probably
1: (laughs) drop to the ground. I would just start falling. I would just be like in uncontrollable tears and be like, This is how I know I've made it. And I didn't even know I made it when I was that young, but I made it.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. Oh my god, that was me. I
1: would be like, Oh my god, that is my handwriting. Even though you can't read it, that is my handwriting
0: when I was young. (laughs) This is great. (laughs) Um so tell me more about the lyrics. Is there any anything else specific in there?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. So the second lyric, uh, I had actually a couple friends reach out to me saying that they really liked what I had wrote in the second lyric. Um, it says, "For your mind, open up, and then from all the chains that wrap us up, uh, forget about time, lose yourself, and just think about nothing else." So it was just. It was, again, kind of going back to what I was saying before, like, it's a wonderful life, so whatever you're feeling at that moment, whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do, like, it is 2019, and we, when we do have so many resources and so many opportunities for you to do what you want, be what you want, like what you want, dislike what you want, and I just, I just kind of, that was just kind of a reminder, like, hey, just, like, free your mind and open up, be who you want to be, so that was, that was kind of the whole meaning of that second lyric. And um, that seemed to kind of stick with some people.
0: Nice. That's awesome. Are you still writing?
1: I am always writing. Do you have a notebook? I have, I have a full book of lyrics, some some horrible and some that I, I am hoping to, to get into the studio sometime soon. Um, but yeah, I'm constantly writing. If I've find myself in a mood where I'm super happy, super sad, um, you know, anxious, frustrated, whatever it is, whatever, you know, kind of strikes me to just pick up a guitar or sit down with a piano or whatever it is. Um, that's the best time to, for me to write. And like I said, it just kind of, words just kind of pour out. Um, like, in you know, like I said, sometimes Sometimes it's not good. I'll go back and be like, oh, this is trash. What I just wrote
2: and just <laughs>
1: crumple it up and be like, you know, it wasn't the time or place for it. And then sometimes I'm like, Hey, you know what? This actually makes sense. And I'll work off of it.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You got to have the yeah. good with the bad though. Don't, uh, don't feel like you shouldn't do the bad. You, you don't have to tell anybody about it, but I think there needs to be balance.
1: Yeah, no, I would totally agree with that too. and, I mean, I don't want to release, you know, sad songs either. That's not really the person that I am. Um, I'd much rather release, you know, songs that people can connect with that make them happy and that make them, you know, want to jump up in the air or maybe make them just say like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Like I can get with this. This is, you know, this is, for example, it's a wonderful life. Um, That's kind of a perfect example of just kind of the message that I wanted to send out to people listening to my music. So uh, I'm not really that big into writing about, you know, maybe those feelings that I feel when I'm really frustrated or sad. Um, I would say that those are just more personal, and I would much rather have people listen to my music and, you know, put a smile on their faces.
0: Oh, I totally understand that. But,
1: but. <laughs>
0: with that being said, what if you wrote a sad song, but it was really relatable to somebody else and it helped Right. Them.
1: And that's kind of, yeah. And you know, that's like, <laughs> Do you have that's that like conflict? the hard part too. Cause I, <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I have, I have had songs like for sure. I have songs where it's just like, I was really frustrated when I wrote those and you know, it, and it's a song that makes sense. And I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only person that feels that way. Uh, but there's also, I, I think, an intimid- like an intimidating factor about, you know, releasing your art to the public because well, there sure. are so many opinions and there's that judgment there. I mean, and this is for any art. This doesn't have to be music. This could be, you know, you're a, a painter or you're a sculptor. It's just, you're putting, you're, it's a very vulnerable industry. Oh, um, for sure. <laughs> mu- music is. <laughs> so, so that's kind of, you know, when you're putting out stuff that, get super emotional i mean you really kind of you're kind of opening up this can of worms that you maybe have not opened up before so that's that's i guess where i would leave that question going a little (laughs) deeper but
0: no that's a good point do you have a breakup song
1: of course I have a breakup
0: song. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to ask. I had Every
1: to ask. I would say there is a lot. I mean, of course there's a breakup song. Even if like it wasn't describing like a breakup that I've gone through <laughs> there's still a breakup song that I wrote about somebody else. So
0: he wrote, are you, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I saw on I gotta, a movie. Like, I gotta ask, <laughs> do you have a breakup song that you wrote that was about somebody else that broke up with somebody?
1: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> the answer is yes. The answer
0: oh is God, yes. That is epic. <laughs> that is so epic.
1: <laughs> yeah, there is definitely, there's even like, there's songs that I've wrote about where it's like I was watching a movie and I'm like this movie was so touching or so like it just made me feel a certain way. I'm like I'm gonna go write a song about this because <laughs> this made me so sad. <laughs> and I'm like this probably <laughs> happens to so many people.
0: Oh, that's but, so funny. Do you have a notebook uh, song?
1: But <laughs> do I have a, do I have a what?
0: The notebook song. Do you have a notebook song?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I don't have a notebook song, but that, song, that movie will make me cry every time. It is, just, it is just so sad. Have you watched that movie?
0: I watched it one time with one of my exes, and that was it. Like, <laughs> did you
1: cry? Did you cry? Did it make you feel a certain way where you cried?
0: No, I did not cry to that movie at all.
1: Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Congratulations. You can win an award for that. Congratulations.
0: That movie is just always sad. Congratulations for being shallow. You made it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Put that up in your studio. Right, right.
0: (laughs) Um, I will say that I have cried. And I mean, like, because, you know, okay, because there's different types of crying here um you have like like the you have like the gentle cry where it's like you know your eyes get watery and you get a little sniffly and a single tear rolls down your cheek you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah like, yeah then...
1: totally it's like you ate something a little too spicy and <laughs> here comes the the silent tear
0: just
1: exactly. <laughs> slowly making its way down your cheek <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly um and then you have your Typical cry where it's just you know kind of like oh you know like, and then you have your hard cry. Where it's, it's like yeah. you're you're gasping for air. You know it's just like that little you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, just hysterical. <laughs> well, Can't no, see no, anything. That's,
0: that's another category. is hysterical. That's that's like the breakup cry. That's <laughs> that's that's yeah. That's totally. But
1: and I'll and I'll, i'm going to be really honest here too so there is a certain thing that always makes me cry and it's really embarrassing for me so oh, if i'm ever watching do tell if, uh, <laughs> if i'm ever if i'm ever watching like the voice or like america's got talent actually i think it's mostly america's got talent once they hit that golden buzzer on that show i don't know if the buzzer has like a certain something like connected to myself, but I immediately start hysterically crying (laughs) whenever they hit the golden buzzer on an act that they really like from America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent, whatever it is, it's just hysterical tears immediately. I don't, I don't know what it is. (laughs) Well, (laughs) if I ever needed to fake cry in any situation, (laughs) all I need to do is quick grab my phone find a golden buzzer you know (laughs) video of you know some somebody that sang a song really good or maybe a magic trick that was just incredible whatever it is and once that golden buzzer buzzer gets pressed like my (laughs) tears are full force and you know people will be concerned
0: (laughs) oh that is so great I was not expecting that well your golden button there's a show that made me hard cry once <laughs> Once. Oh. Actually, twice. Oh. Twice, I cried the second time too when I watched all the way through it. Uh, Lost. You ever seen that show Lost? Oh yeah, I um,
1: have seen that show. That's a you, that's a great show.
0: You ever seen it all the way through?
1: I have. It's been years and years since I've watched it all the way through, but I I think I probably remember crying. Oh, I don't remember what man. the ending was, but I think I'm pretty sure I cried.
0: Well, I'm sorry, audience. But that I, show has been out way too damn long. <laughs> so, spoiler alert, true. you might want to fast forward a good couple of minutes right now. <laughs> um, it was because um, it was when, was it Jack that was doing it? Jack was getting, I think it, yeah. or no, 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 it was Desmond. It was Desmond. He was the one that was doing it. Was getting people to remember that they loved each other.
2: <laughs> right. When he was waking them oh, up, man. that, oh That's my God, right. I love
0: you. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> like, oh yeah, talk about pulling on the heartstrings, girl. Holy crap. Get the tissues. Like, yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't the, like, I ate something spicy cry. And here comes the hysterical tears oh, of yeah. just yep
0: yep oh yeah when saeed and um god i can't remember her name now boone's sister when those two woke up i was like no i was like oh my god
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
0: that's like the trigger even if i'm like trying to stay strong that saeed and her scene i just oh man yeah no it's over no
1: <laughs> yeah, I need to watch that show again. I remember liking that a lot, but yeah, it's been years and years since I've watched that.
0: Oh, that is my number one favorite show of all time. I love that show. Excellent writing. Yeah. So, so what's next for you? What do you got coming up? Give me a little spoiler, if yeah. Going.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, so right now, I mean, I'm working on um, I'm working on an album. Uh, release date. Is unknown. I have way too much work uh, to put into the <laughs> album before I even think about a release date for well, it. How many songs is it going to um, be? Uh, I think I'm just going to do just a. It's called an EP, so it's an extended playlist, which is just kind of like a sneak peek into you know sure. what I'm about, the kind of music I'm about. So it's uh, it's usually just a, an album of about four, usually like four to five songs. So I I'll have somewhere in there four to five songs, but I, I think I have about three or four of them written already, so they just uh, need to go into the the production stage and and get recorded. but uh, I'm looking to hopefully do some live shows around the Twin Cities um soon with a couple other people. Uh, and you know again, nothing set in stone. this is all just just kind of verbal and just you know talking about it and, and hoping that it it happens. but no,
0: wait a minute. you said- uh, I could do. You said live shows.
1: Yes. So I I used to do live shows actually when I was back in college I oh, I would do were, I would in a do a country actually country covers
0: you were um, in a country cover band.
1: I know isn't that crazy that is yeah, awesome what was to, the name of the band I used to do <laughs> country
2: <laughs> what yeah
1: so secretly I I actually have a twangy country voice that's also a part of me that. I I don't love as much, but...
0: Oh, I'm about to love it. Give us an example. It's there.
1: It's there. Give me
0: an example. Come on, you gotta. I want to hear this twangy country voice.
1: (laughs) The twangy country voice? Well, hey, come to one of these live shows in the cities, and that's that's probably going to be the live show that we do uh, with the the other few people that I'm going to start doing these shows with. Um, But, yeah, it's going to be more of like this, you know, country, indie kind of music instead of um whereas my album is going to be more so like just my style which is kind of like it's a wonderful life but but yeah we're looking to do some live shows uh, maybe at you know i again all verbal so i i don't sure. have anything set in stone but
0: do you know the that's name what's
1: of the, in the talks right now
0: do you have the name of the band i mean are we at that point
1: So it's actually just going to be with Josh, um, the person that helped me with It's a Wonderful Life. Sure. And then one of his friends uh, who's also working on an album. So actually all three of us, um, it's me and two other guys. So all three of us are working on our own albums right now. But we all (laughs) have a different part of music that we can bring. So, you know, one of the guys is really good at keyboard. One of the guys is really good at guitar. Um, We can all, you know, do drums a little bit and then... Uh, we can all sing a little bit. I can do the piano and and guitar too. So we're just gonna kind of put everything together and see if we can just do a couple shows, just the three of us, just for fun. So nothing like, nothing like a band. It's more so, you know, just getting out there and do li- doing live music. Excuse me, live music again because that's all. That's something that we all used to do at some point. Um, put a break on it. So we're all just kind of itching to get back out there.
0: Nice and are you wanting to go the route of producing I shouldn't say producing because that's a separate thing but creating full albums I mean is that the level that you want to take this and doing like you know live studio or uh, not studio um, live you know huge venues
1: <laughs> yeah no I mean if, if I could do music full time I would that would be my dream come true so you know just starting off with smaller shows, just kind of getting myself back into doing live shows and, you know, working on an album and and seeing if, you know, down the road, I could actually book out some some venues where I could do the full performance um, of my music. That would be, like I said, yeah, a dream come true. That would be so much fun.
0: I promise I will put you on my docket of live shows to see. <laughs> Please to do. Can
1: I be, I'll be your second concert.
0: Are you going to make me wait until you're my, you're my number two? <laughs> okay. <all laughs> Maybe. Right.
1: And then you have to, you have to bring a sign though. And it, the sign has to be readable.
0: Oh, and God.
1: I and it will get taken and <laughs> I I will grab it and I will hang that sign up <laughs> somewhere at my house. What is
0: the sign gotta say?
1: <laughs> um whatever you want it to say. Okay,
0: good. I, I was like, all right, here comes the pressure now. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> awesome. But but yeah, so that's kind of, you know, what I'm looking to hopefully accomplish here in the next, you know, few years is to actually do my own stuff and whether it's for fun or whether it's for a full career, either way, I'd love to do it.
0: Well, judging by it's a wonderful life, I have no doubt in my mind that you will get there. You are amazingly talented and I love that you sat down with me today to talk all about it. I am thrilled that you, (laughs) that you were here for me today. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll wrap it up. Is there anything that you want, uh, everybody to know like anything coming up or other shows or other people or go for it.
1: Yeah. So, um, well, yeah. And just, first of all, you know, thanks for having me come out here too. This was, this was so much fun and I was honestly honored to, to come out here and and chat with you. Um, I would just say, you know, if people do want to listen to the song, uh, it's a wonderful life. It is on all music platforms. So Spotify, Apple music, iTunes, um, you name it. It's probably out there and it's, yeah, under Hannah Ray. But other than that, you know, stay tuned for hopefully some some live shows coming up and an album to be released in the future.
0: Do you have like uh, an Instagram or Twitter, any kind of social media?
1: Yep, I do. So Instagram is just going to be at Hannah Ray Detra. Um, Ray is R A Y E. Also people I think spell my middle name uh, wrong sometimes but but yeah so just at Hannah Ray Detra is my Instagram um, I don't have Twitter but uh, Instagram you know people are more than welcome to email me I think I have my, my email on there as well so uh, yeah follow me on Instagram or email me check out the song and
0: where can yeah, they that's, email that's you?
1: About, that's about what I say again?
0: where can they email you?
1: So on my Instagram, I actually have a little email me, uh, I guess, tag on my, my homepage on my Instagram. So if you just press that button, uh, it'll go straight to my email. Otherwise, my email, you know, just for here too, it's just detrahanna at gmail.com. And I'm more than happy to, you know, answer any questions or if people want to, you know, know anything more about about the song or about, you know, live shows coming up, I'm more than happy to answer.
0: Awesome. Once again, thank you. You are an amazing person, and I am so happy to know you.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, hey, thanks, Phil. No, this was awesome. I had I had a great time.
0: We will definitely do it again, and I fully intend on catching up on your adventure to continue.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds Perfect. good. All, All right. right, well, hey, thanks, Phil.
0: Thank you. And have a good night, everybody. We'll talk to you again very soon. Oh, what an amazing, amazing episode. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I am so glad you guys were able to join for it. And please remember to uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RumorCast. Uh, feel free to jump on our website, RumorCast.com, and hit up that uh, that speak category to... Uh, Tell me whatever is on your mind. I absolutely love a good story. Everybody has a good story. And I want to hear your good stories. Uh, In the meantime, thank you once again for listening. Thank you for for being here with us. And I will talk to you very, very soon. Take care, guys. I love you all.